Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about the science of less or the science of subtraction with Lydie Klotz, who's an amazing researcher who was on the front page of Nature Magazine to explain to you why getting rid of things is actually a better way to solve problems. Ooh. It sounds so abstract. I'm like, I feel like we need. It's like, no, okay. it's so interesting. We, and so, that wasn't even proper way to say it. We've already had our interview with him, and he's okay. really smart. And I just want people to know that. And it kind of can change your life. He's like an expert. Yeah, in like but a really cool way. But it's like changing your perspective on things, and it's not. It's such a weird, nuanced way that he is able to explain it that it can very easily change your life. You know what? We don't and have to justify our episodes. Okay. Okay. No. No. Okay. No. Okay. If you don't want to listen, it's just like so cool. Anyway, it's very cool. So stick around. We love you. We appreciate you. Please don't leave. We just have to do what did we learn this week first? We'll get over it. We're gonna have to like lie clots. Oh, what did we learn this week? <laughs> um, speaking of laughing, <laughs> hey. so there was a new study that came out that showed that small doses of laughing gas has shown promise in depression treatment. Okay, shut the front. The literal Wait. front door of my house. You're lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. That's so crazy and funny. And like some jokester came up with that yeah. thesis for his so master's. Like, no, I know. I was like, uh, well, obviously, but no, it's not like they're giving them. No, no, it was also so funny. Okay, keep going. So okay. I guess they gave them like a small dose or I, I don't know. Obviously, know the dose number. Like, what is it? Nit- nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide. And they realized <laughs> that it relieved symptoms of depression, oh. especially ones that were uh often resistant to current drugs and the effects after this session lasted for weeks so they were like that's obviously promising obviously it was a pretty small sample size but an interesting discovery for this drug that then i learned was discovered nitrous oxide in 1700 whoa uh, and it was first used in this thing called laughing gas parties which was for elites but the scientists you mean were, like elites like the freaking like people like, who had yeah, money like or like literal elites yes like but like earlier capitalism time so that's what i thought and it's true it was for them but the sort of twist of it was scientists were studying on like studying the elites to be like what does oh this god. drug do oh my god and that's when they realized that it made <laughs> they all died of feel, it made them feel euphoric and not as much oh. pain so oh. that that after that dentists and surgeries started using laughing How? gas because they were like that's that's what this drug does when we give it to people, they like feel oh my happy. God, that's so Isn't cool. That cool? That's um, <laughs> so funny. They have parties and like actually like I know there's many and there's many reasons why we shouldn't and it's fully <laughs> illegal. But to have a nitrous oxide party, you'd be like, yeah, no, lo- ah, <laughs> holy shit, that's 
Scott's body ever like spilling your drinks it, everywhere? Yeah, I don't want to like. I don't know if maybe people if, is that a drug people. I do. don't think that, but no way. Um, it's like nitrous oxide. The most interesting about that. There's like uh that's part of Viagra. I'm like, imagine these people were just getting boners. Like, oh, there's, <laughs> like there's, there's issues like, um, and like Cialis and Viagra are nitrous. Also poppers, what we talked about, hmm. they actually break down into nitrous oxide in your smooth muscle cells. So it's like, this is an interesting drug that like does. Yeah. And it opens up your asshole and makes you giggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just interesting. I think, um, I saw a comment about this study. Someone was just pointing out. So psychedelics, ketamine and whippets are apparently oh like God. becoming good for depression. Okay. Cannabis, no, but no, literally cannabis disclaimer. is legalized. No, no, this story. <laughs> I love it. It's like ASAP science says weapons is good. No, no, no. I, these are things that have now studies have come out being like oh these God. drugs are in some certain ways helping. Like realizing yes, cannabis yes, yes. has like medicinal yeah. effects and anxiety yeah. effects. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm obviously not saying to take hard drugs and that's the answer, but it's like now it's becoming illegal yes. to smoke. Alcohol is being perceived as like a much more negative drug. Mm. Ecstasy and MDMA are like MDMA are being used for. <laughs> Yes, PTSD. And yeah. so someone was just like 30 years ago, this was unthinkable. That oh my God. Like our kids like- are going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's be like, Oh, you don't do laughing gas. Like you didn't realize it's like, it's like with the way we talk about shrooms, like, yeah. it actually, it makes you meditate. They're like, well, it actually just makes but me yeah, happy because everything's underwater. We'll keep slapping a disclaimer on this. This is not yeah. saying all these drugs will or are the right thing. No, to do. That's so it's just an interesting man. flip in, yeah, in perspective on drugs that are legal currently. Yes. And yes. the ones that are illegal, and a lot of people talk about psychedelics. Yeah. There's so much research that comes out, and I saw are someone kidding? say, it's like "Me, I literally do shrooms because I'm like it's gonna help me." Yeah, and, and people are like, science. "It's frustrating because a lot of science is just back at where it was 50 years ago when it kind of got mm. banned, and now yeah. we've had to wait till finally like we're discovering these things that yeah. could have just been continued 50 years ago if yeah. it didn't become like illegalized." <laughs> well, it's so funny, like Michael illegal. Pollan's <laughs> book about psychedelics. I'm like, how is this published? This is literal propaganda to do drugs <laughs> like it's crazy i'm like i literally read it and was like in the most beautiful like prose mix which like with like the best scientific like writing he was just like you need to lick a toad and i was like i want to lick a toad i'm like how is this allowed and it's like <laughs> such a popular book and you know like i imagine there's a nitrous oxide book that's going to be written in 20 years by like us right <laughs> that's I mean, like, like it's we should have known yeah like making it like you need to do uh, nitrous oxide but don't do it until you yeah know don't about. just kidding okay, so mine is a lot simpler <laughs> actually maybe no no it's not related really at all but i was just reading a study about just how diet impacts your body in like a way that sometimes I forget. Like I love to eat different types of food and I just like eat and I don't think about this, but it's like sugar and fried foods. What they found in a lot of my studies is that they impair things called panith cells, which are like panith cells. Oh, don't pop the mark, girl. Pop the <laughs> so they're panith cells which are in your GI tract. And what they do is they get rid of antimicrobial molecules and like you need microbes in your gut. So all of a sudden the cells that are getting rid of the antimicrobial molecules start to break down, like literally sugar and fried foods break panith uh. cells apart. And in mice, it's like they do crazy shit with mice. It's so mean. But they're like, holy shit, the sugar molecules and the literal like there's it's like specific fatty acids attack panic cells uh-huh. and then people get more gut diseases because, because of like then the lack of those yeah the antimicrobial molecules build up 
in you and then your microbes start to die and there's like all these issues with that huh. so it was like a, a direct biochemical link mm -hmm. you know something like sugar i don't know just like there's something right. i'm no, like oh my really god it's like, obviously been a war on sugar yeah, for a long time yeah, but sometimes yeah. it feels is this real like are yeah. people just making this up because there is like obviously legitimate science but there are some people who take it to become like yeah. this thing where you're like do you even know why yeah. you don't exactly and, and like i need biochemical explanations yeah. everyone and this one was like ultimately yeah, should okay. call it that yeah, and now I'm like when I eat sugar, I, go, I get to go like, okay, from like a biochemical standpoint, like chronically, if I do this, I'm attacking my pan cells. Totally. And that helps you be like, okay, maybe like, I don't know. In like, the same way that yeah. you're like, and if I smoke every day, my lungs yeah. will be like this. Or if I, you know, yeah. like knowing the effect yeah. of Might taking something. Might help me maybe just think about it. But, but you're, I don't, you're so right about the sugar thing. But you know those people who are just like, well, sugar's actually going to, I'm like, kill it's you. It's like destroying like, the planet. And you're like, know. you're probably I right, but do you know why? Like, <laughs> I know. There's just like this anger. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, there's a lot of things going on in the world. Like, okay, so it's the sugar free. Like, it just, like, there's a, this thing about it that's like, I don't know. We've just, I think, had some experiences with specific people <laughs> who are like, in the science community, you meet people who have interesting perspectives and they're sugar yeah. people. Yeah. Who are like, it's the truth. They're like, it's not climate change, it's sugar. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I think they're linked, but like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, okay. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about climate change and design in our next true fascinating conversation. Well, shall we take a little break then? For sure. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I know you all love learning and understanding the world, and now it's time to understand web design to make your perfect website. And thank God for Squarespace because it could not be easier. An all-in-one platform where you can build a website, claim a domain, market a brand, and even sell unlimited products online. They even have analytics where you can gain powerful insights about your site visitors and how they interact with your content, which is great if you're like me and obsessed with every metric you can get your hands on. Squarespace and empowers millions of dreamers, makers, and doers by providing them with the tools they need to bring their creative ideas to life. I've said it before, but our own ASAP Science website has been with Squarespace for years. It was so easy to put together. I truly had no experience before making it. You can customize the look and feel, settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. There's also ready-made templates where you can just drag and drop stuff to make it look pretty, but it's awesome because it's also optimized to look great on any device, including mobile. When you create a website with Squarespace, 
you get free unlimited hosting, top of the line security and dependable resources to help you succeed. Just head to squarespace.com slash side note for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code side note to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash side note. You checking out our sponsors helps our show and we appreciate it a lot. Hello, side noters. I've never called anyone who listened to this podcast that, but that's what I did in that moment. As you know from listening to Side Note, that we are constantly talking about the climate crisis, educating ourselves about it, trying to educate people. It's just a very challenging, big issue of our time. Also, as a white person living in Canada, I know that it's going to be not affecting me nearly as much as many, if not most people on this planet. And so what I want to talk about today is something called Bank Switch. So you can go to climatepledgecollective.org slash bank switch to do it. I'm just like putting that ahead of it because it's like, honestly, we all want to try and do this. And what you might not be aware of is that your bank is funding industries that are causing climate change or the climate crisis. So in Canada, we're the only G7 country that has seen emission increases since the Paris Agreement in 2016. And that's and the five biggest Canadian banks have pumped have pumped over $700 billion into fossil fuel projects in Canada. And Canada is a crazy place where around the world people might not realize and think, but we are so honestly bloodthirsty for money through fossil fuel industries that our banks are big contributors to this. So what we're trying to talk uh, talk to you about is the bank switch campaign, which empowers people to take a stand against their money being used to fund fossil fuels. So again, just go to the link climatepledgecollective.org slash bank switch. And that's where you'll get the information about how to switch your banks to not fund the fossil fuel industry. Okay. Thank you so much. Now we'll get back to maybe, maybe one more ad. I'm not sure. Oh, and then the show. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're like us uh, and you maybe are the friend that's constantly talking about the success that you're feeling through therapy, maybe you're hearing your friends talk about how they're loving therapy, maybe you're confused. How do I start? How do I find a therapist? What do I do? That's why we are here to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. The counseling is done securely online and is available worldwide. Not only can you schedule weekly video or phone sessions if you don't really want to have to put on the makeup for the fair although maybe you should check yourself if you're putting on makeup for your therapist i think i have put makeup on for my therapy before so never mind (laughs) you skip the long commutes there's no waiting room energy there's no you know that awkward 10 minutes early what i do just sit on my phone waste time energy because you're doing it at home from your computer for example you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses better help lets you change counselors at any time so you'll always get a great therapeutic match and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling it's more affordable and there's financial aid available okay ding ding check check just head to betterhelp.com slash side note to get 10 percent off your first month this also helps our show if you do this and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionales again that's betterhelp.com slash side note for 10 percent off your first month study time study time study time all right we are talking about the science of less <laughs> i about subtraction and about how the brain works. It's a topic that has fascinated me. Uh, I read a really amazing research paper by our guest today. Or Whoa! One of the lead researchers or uh, authors on that paper, Lydie Klotz. Thank you for coming on the podcast. 
We all clap and stand up. <laughs> Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. I've been looking forward to this for a long time, ever since I saw the TikTok video, actually. Yes. You know? Okay. So it started because I came across uh, the paper that was published all about the human bias towards addition over subtraction. And I was like, oh my God, this is so, so fascinating. Definitely immediately could internalize it and made a TikTok. But why don't you, so I, I will have made a video by the time this comes out that's related. So some people might be coming from that. But for anyone who hasn't watched that video or read your paper, can you give us a little bit of a summary over our journey? Yeah, what's your, what's your elevator on? pitch? Come on, let's hear it. My elevator pitch, you you guys stole it in the TikTok video. <laughs> no, not stole it. You, you made it. You made it in the TikTok video. And now when I say it, that's what everybody goes to. So, I mean, it's really best understood through this origin story, which is what's so brilliant about your communication through the TikTok video. And you know, is so I was playing Legos with my son Ezra and he was three at the time and we were building this Lego bridge basically and the problem we had was it wasn't level and um, so I turned around to get a block to add to the shorter column and he by the time I had turned around had taken a block away from the longer column um, and that that's it I mean that that like after 10,000 hours of research it was pretty similar to <laughs> um, it was pretty similar to what happened in that instance which was like I didn't think through subtraction as a, as even an option in trying to improve that situation um, so you know, every day in, in all sorts of, you know, situations, big and small, we have the same basic question we're asking ourselves, which is like, okay, here's this thing, how do I make it better, right? Um, and it could be that that Lego structure, but it could also be your your calendar, a piece of writing, a, a video that, that you guys are making. Um, <laughs> how do I make this better? And what we found was that, like, our first instinct is to think, okay, what can I add to this thing to make it better and it's not impossible to think of subtraction the, the, but we do end up systematically overlooking it because we think first what can we can add and then in a lot of cases we that's good enough right we were like okay add you know what i was doing with the lego bridge right it's like okay i'll just get a piece and add it on here um and we move on without even considering subtraction. Um, in the research, you know, it wasn't just Legos. Um, and in fact, we didn't even. <laughs> we did. yeah, there were so many different kind of tests and studies you guys did in different kinds of scenarios. So it wasn't just physical manipulation always, although a handful of them were. Some were sort of like examples of university professors or, or yeah. administrators asking for advice on how to improve uh, the university. Yeah, yeah, that's the the most convincing real world one in that, you know, like at every university when you get a new president, they're like, okay, what are we going to do to make this place Yeah, we're going to build. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but, the, you know, they said, okay, give us your suggestions for improvement. It was a perfect prompt. And out of, I think there were, it was, it was like 8% were subtractions that, and right, that's to with, remove with some all the professors kind of... saying like, okay, get rid of this such and such, and such dean or whatever, I'm sure <laughs> all 8%, but, you know, I mean, there were some <laughs> Just dragging their enemies. It was just a subtraction by people they hate. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's just this like strong bias among professors to like remove layers of administration. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but anyway, like it was the same story in that very real world situation as it was across all the different contexts of our experiments. And kind of the 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 most convincing experiment to me, at least, and it seems like to a lot of people, was we developed these um, grids that you could display on a computer screen. And one of the nice things about that was it. You know, there's no like inherent value to that. So right. every everything with with Legos, you're like, oh, well, we've just been taught to add with Legos. And then 
well, of course, I would respond, well, why have we been taught to add with Legos? Maybe that's part of the problem. But, um, but it's, a fair, it's a fair critique. But these, these grids on a computer screen is like there's no prior experience with them. And, and we actually made those grids so that um, basically they were symmetrical from left to right and from top to bottom. And so you could solve it either by adding to three corners of this mm -hmm. of the grid pattern or subtracting from one corner and subtract so subtracting was better huh. obviously like, once yeah, you like less, more efficient less work solution. in theory yeah, and what work. people like and like was there are there any like subtraction heads out there like are there people who live like because you're saying it's like it's a generalized thing that we all and i totally can relate that we all want to add things but is there ways to become more subtracting, or are there people who you find are more subtracting, or no? Just like we're all, we're all have this sick disease. We're screwed. <laughs> we're all. It's it's. Uh, there's nothing we can do about it, and all of us do it all the time. No, I think. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, I mean, the first thing is that you know people could do it, right? It wasn't like that everybody was overlooking subtraction. It was just that like a huge amount wow, of people yeah. were overlooking subtraction. Some of the things that helped from our experiments were, um, you know, having more time to, um, or more devoting more cognitive effort to the, to the task what you're doing. at hand. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, when we it like, it allowed them to actually get to subtraction when they had, they, it made Almost them like less likely harder? to kind of, I think it was less about thinking of subtraction and, and more about, uh, stopping them from default, making them less likely to just go with adding, you know, so when like we're the, thinking, yeah. right, it's basically this, you know, Kahneman's thinking fast and slow, right? It's like when you're in your fast thinking mindset, this like automatic go with the first thing that comes to mind, you're going to be more likely to add. And so when we, yeah. when we increase the cognitive load on people, what we did, we had like numbers scrolling across the bottom of a computer screen while they're solving the grid oh, tasks. So that. it's like, they're like, then they're even more likely to add. Um, so like, kind I of love it, that. Just <laughs> messing them up with some scrolling, just play a Rihanna music video in the background. Yeah. Just like, oh, I love that. We didn't think of Rihanna music videos. Well, that. yeah, that's like, part two. Yeah. yeah, that's part yeah, I mean, this, this is still going that's on. That's how you go viral. You go, and then we played like Rihanna's like that stripper music video. It's so hot. What is it called? Just like, yeah, and people will love that. They're like, oh, this, the Rihanna study. <laughs> You're right. Oh, we missed out. We did do tick. Uh, what's the not TikTok? Um, uh, I'm gonna blank on it now, but there's Instagram? like Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. No, I'm not Why? that. I'm Have not you subtracted that. all of this from your head? I'm, I'm not that much of an academic. No, uh, there's a there's a kids a kids music app that um, that you can like move notes around, uh, and we okay. so we like tested the tendency in there. It didn't make it into the paper because we just we never. Had, got enough statistical power we were more just interested in it. people added notes too so i would be very confident that if we did the rihanna track um not only could we use it to distract people but if we asked people to improve the rihanna track they would add stuff to it they would um, add yes, oh wow, people definitely. are gonna be adding things like crazy in the more midst of rihanna, rihanna. yeah um, i think what i found so fascinating about like the research and your book which we'll talk about as well was because like a lot of those are like interesting little things that you mention or you bring up are like a heuristic so we we automatically tend to do these additive solutions but it kind of connected with me even more when it was like okay that's maybe why we think of phrases like less is more or someone like marie kondo becomes so popular they're like yeah or minimalism as a trend yeah, they're yeah. almost like reminders for culture or society to consider even though we have this like quick response to add in terms of solving things and, and yes that may be that way because on average maybe adding can be a better solution or it's just a faster less taxing process 
Um, but to me, then I started realizing, oh my gosh, in my own life, like it's so true. The amount of times to solve work things that we, oh add my God, I meetings. add things to my schedule. Yeah. yeah and just like meetings. even scripts were constantly like, what else does this need? Or do we need to like, instead of asking, like, how do we actually remove stuff? From it, this? It, yeah. It's fast. It is fascinating. Yeah. And no, it's, it's totally true. And some of those gurus I think are the best evidence that this thing exists. Right. Cause we don't need a Marie Kondo to tell us to add stuff. Right. right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There is no, none. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's also like very that would uh, be such an annoying show <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could argue that that's every other show i guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually so but true. they're not actually self-aware yeah, of honestly it. <laughs> that's so true <laughs> but it's like i mean these modern gurus and like cal newport's a really good one for kind of streamlining your schedule um mm -hmm. and but they're not um, they're useful, but they're not necessarily new, right? I mean, I've gained mm -hmm. from Cal Newport and from Marie Kondo. Um, and also, but like Da Vinci uh, talking about design perfection, um, all the way back, one of my favorite subtracting quotes is Lao Tzu, because he, he um, allegedly talked about it as it relates to knowledge and wisdom. I've since learned, you know, I've been throwing this Lao Tzu quote around and then people have said like, <laughs> well, there's not really a record of Lao Tzu ever saying anything. And it's like, he's kind <laughs> of like- But what's the quote? But what's the quote? We'll say Rihanna said Sorry. it. <laughs> too, too much detail. Uh, to, to gain knowledge, um, add things every day. To gain wisdom, subtract things every day. Oh. Wow. And it's okay. so they've been, they been knowing about this shit for years. Yeah. <laughs> for thousands of Wait, years. so what's the design? Like, excuse my ignorance, but yeah. the Da Vinci design thing. The Da so Vinci is... Uh, uh, um, basically, perfection is achieved when there's nothing left to take away. So, you know, hmm. it's a thing that's been paraphrased by oh, a, a wow. lot of people. Yeah. Right. Um, For some that, reason, that's dark to me, but it's not dark. <laughs> no, it's it, just it like, means whoa. like you refine something over and yeah, over yeah. until it is. And even so much yeah. of science is, okay, you know, we want a theory of everything. And it's like, how do we distill these things? Maybe, maybe there is not a theory of everything, but how do we make sure that our formulas to describe things are like the purest form of what actually re is represented in the real and world. And even creative work, like I feel like so much of when I love a creative endeavor, it's like, I feel like it's like, almost in my head, I'm like, damn, they edited that so well. It's like they like got rid of all, like when I get most annoyed when I'm watching a movie or a show is when I'm like, you don't need this. Like it's like, it's like, right. but it's like, because it's, it's so hard. I'm like, think of all the work that went into like eliminating all the parts that were like fluff to get to the like core of something. It really is just like harder. Yeah, that's why I named it the book subtract um, and like why this focus on subtraction with Ezra and the Legos, because I'd always been interested in that kind of end state, right? Like this yeah. simple end state. And it's easy to conflate that with like the, the hard act to get there. I mean, because there is this state of less, which is like you just haven't done anything, right? right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not always yeah, a positive. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, and, yeah. But what you're talking about is like you've done all this work to get it yeah. up to like what mm. everybody else is doing. Yeah. And then when you could have like just handed it over and put it out there or you know whatever however you're going to share your work you you said no i'm going to keep going and i'm actually going to keep going in this counter to it counterintuitive way and like strip stuff away and that's where yeah um it's hard just in terms of more steps but it's also hard just 
you know, you're you're taking away stuff that you've already to done. Let go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think about that like with our scripts, like we like write scripts separately, and then someone goes in, and it's like hard because like like You've usually like it's, it. it's yeah. like Mitch coming in being like that doesn't make any sense it doesn't need to be there and it's a waste of time you're like well I spent like four hours writing that thinking <laughs> yeah. it was really important and it like someone's hurts. gonna listen to that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but then you're like but then you look at it and you're like wait this is actually pointless and then you got rid of it and it's a better script but it just yeah. feels so hard so is there is there a reason why like, I guess, like, why did we, where did we end up here adding things? And I'm like, it is actually really bad. Cause then I just think about like climate change and stuff. And I'm like, oh God, we yeah. just keep wanting more shit. That's why I got interested in like, I mean, I talked about Ezra's bridge is kind of like distilling it down, but you know, I'd always just been interested as like sustainability. Right. And like, from my perspective, yeah. my background is like buildings and infrastructure. And we know how to do this stuff, like in a net zero energy way, we know how to do way better than, than what we're currently doing. And so I was like, well, it's the, the mindset here is part is a mm. big part of the issue. And that's kind of understudied. And, you know, to me, this is like the, the root of that mindset. I'm not saying it's like the only reason for the problem, but it's an example mm -hmm. of how like, of course, like if this is our first instinct on solving everything and, and just to put it in a resources point of view, like when I added a block to the bridge, you know, me and Ezra created the same thing. I used more resources to do it. He had two blocks left over that I didn't mm -hmm. have that could have been used somewhere else or could have been, mm -hmm. you know, left in the earth and not exploited or, or whatever to tie it into sustainability. Yeah. So yeah, so I like think when it's you're, important. Yeah. When you're thinking of buildings and stuff, you mean like just in general and design and infrastructure, there's like a constant trend to add more. Yeah, like definitely. I'm just trying to like relate it. Like, yeah, I'm like, I know well, that sounds like you're you're like, yeah, duh. But I'm like, yeah, like, I guess that's no, true. No. Like everyone's just building more shit. No, 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 it's not. A, yeah, duh. I mean, there are two two things. I didn't explain it very well. I mean, one is it's possible to meet like to to do our part in the built environment to meet climate goals. Um, it's not impossible. Like we, the science mm. is there. The technology is there. People mm. live in net zero energy houses there. You, mm. you, yeah. Um, so that's that's part of it. But also, I mean, I think the built environment is also a really good example of how there's there's a lot of things that it's there's not just one reason. Right. There's this. Right basic thing where we don't even think of subtraction as an option but and then even when we do think of it you're like oh well it's like we we talked about with uh, yeah. getting rid of stuff you've already done it's hard to get rid of stuff you've already done it's hard yeah. to get rid of stuff your ancestors have built and then there's like of course the economic forces right like as an engineering right. firm you're not going to come in and say you know what you wanted to give us 50 billion dollars to like redo the infrastructure <laughs> of toronto huh. but in fact what you need is like this yeah. thing that costs a million dollars uh so right. there's so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. A variety the economics of, of it. They're like, shh, don't tell anyone. Like, you know what I mean? It's not even crossing people's mind because they're like, we need to use the money and build this thing. Yeah, that's yeah. so fascinating. I mean, oh, I want to subtract. <laughs> infrastructure <laughs> removal is getting like a lot more play because of my book in fact it's not because of my book but it, uh, <laughs> it's the opening story in my book is like how they got rid of this Embarcadero freeway in San Francisco and like revealed the waterfront and it's like just beautiful on so many levels um, and it's subtraction and now uh not because of my book, but infrastructure removal is like uh, is highlighted in the infrastructure plan in the United States, for example. I mean, a lot of this, these highways are kind of like bisecting 
um, disadvantaged right, neighborhoods yeah, like, and, and yeah, just for sure, like all of Chicago. Right? Like, <laughs> yes. like, yeah, take away those highways. And we have yeah. a horrible highway in downtown like Toronto that, that is constantly like, falling apart. It's literally like, falling apart. We have to spend billions it's of dollars right on the waterline. It's so ugly. It's oh my god! I never thought about get rid of the Gardner Expressway. <laughs> you did it. Holy shit! People protest for that. I know, but I'm actually like in this moment, like it's definitely better. Read subtract. <laughs> it, read subtract because what happened in the in the with the Embarcadero, the earthquake hit in 1989. You guys probably weren't born, but like for me, I was 12, and it was like the baseball World Series was happening. So this was the Oakland and San Francisco World Series. So it was the Bay Area World Series, and everybody like tuned in to watch the game. And this earthquake hits and like oh. destroys the not just. I mean, it's the most caused the most damage of any um, natural wow, disaster never... in the United States up to that during time. the game. During the game, yeah, the, the announcers are like, "Oh, what's going on?" And then the oh, screen goes oh, to black. Okay, it's footage like of that. I've Hollywood that. energy. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch it. It's I probably, hilarious. I thought that was a movie. Well, I mean, like, we're not, not the best audience for sports, so we gotta go look into yeah. that history. No, I'll watch. I'll watch <laughs> sports when it's an earthquake. By an earthquake. That's <laughs> yeah. something like that can hold my attention. There is a. It's not hilarious. I, I take that part back. It's but there's a. Uh, there's a. It's watching the announcers react is interesting. There's a ESPN does that 30 for 30 where it's like sports and culture intersects. There's one on that that day when that happened. Wait, but, but what does that have to do with the thing? The, the, oh, the with subtraction? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. no, no, I'm just joking. It does. Oh, it does. I was literally like, wow, you really like this. You really <laughs> no, like this World Series I game. just wanted to get sports to your audience. <laughs> no, it does have to do with subtraction. Um, so the earthquake happens and it, it, um, it, it rendered the freeway unusable. So you mentioned the, the expressway in Toronto that you're continually have to pump money into. And people had long been talking about getting rid of the Embarcadero. And, it not, and, and now the calculus was like, do we want to rebuild the Embarcadero or do we want to <laughs> get rid of it? Get rid of it. And even still, people overwhelmingly wanted to keep it. Like the planning board went out on a limb and kind of and did get rid of it and everybody liked it after ten years, but the planning board was like incredibly unpopular and the mayor lost his wow. job for removing the Embarcadero. <laughs> wow. See that's the other part earthquake. of it. Yeah, you Yeah, like it. so there's such like weird thing with like for example this expressway. Like there's just like enough lobbying energy and people are too scared. I'm sure the mayor would like maybe get ousted and then you're right, in the future everyone would love it. That's the hard part about politics is it's like a lot of these decisions yeah like the long-term benefit isn't going to be seen by the person like yeah well i think even in in the study and maybe in the book you mentioned like you know it may you don't want to just enter a new position like the university example it's like if you're just rolling back other people's decisions there's this sort of view of like is that really are you really bringing something to the table like there's a weird bias towards that kind of action versus being innovative and finding new things to focus on yeah and it is kind of i mean it does make sense right it's like let's give the people the benefit of the doubt who put it there but that doesn't mean that every decision that's ever been made in the past is serving us correct yeah Yeah. Um, (laughs) what are like some things in your specific life that you notice that you're like hell yeah i'm subtracting (laughs) and you know what i mean like no you're like if only people knew how to do this (laughs) i think the the time stuff is um you know like the meetings that's just really hard i'm like my my buddy ben who worked with me on this research um he's a co-author ben converse and he uh he came to me like two years into our research together he's like hey i'm putting this stuff to heart i'm taking this stuff to heart i'm putting it to use in my life you know my department chair came in and and asked me to be on this committee and i said no and i was like (laughs) 
that's great, but you didn't subtract anything. You just didn't add, right? You know, right. subtracting yeah. is actually uh, like looking at your calendar and wow. saying, here's this thing on here that it's like, it's marginally useful, but it's not as useful as what I would do otherwise. And so that's really hard. And so like having, like keeping a stop doing list has been helpful for me. I've heard of people having um, like subtract- Wait, a stop doing list? Can yeah, you explain yeah. that? Stop doing. So like <laughs> as you're thinking about the- you know, I'm sure you sit down and like creative, okay, what's going to happen to us in the next two weeks, right? Or like, what's our, what are the main things we want to do? Well, when you're doing that, think about what else you want to like stop doing. Oh my God, that is so smart. What should we stop doing? No, like so many fucking things, but I'm just like, it's so weird. I always, I love lists. I love to do lists. To don't list. And I need to cut my page in half and do my stop doing my to don't, my to don't list. It's wow, hard. Okay. Yeah. It's hard. Is, yeah, yeah. Like what isn't like, oh my God. It's so true. It is so hard because also to remove something and there's a really common phrase and maybe this is true when it comes to like psychological issues. Like you're often told to uh, get rid of a bad habit. You have to replace it with something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's a, and, and maybe that is true when it comes to something that psychologically takes your energy and it's like, if you have no, nothing to do, suddenly you will like fall back into an addiction or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it is interesting to think about. It's like if you remove something and then you do have an empty void there, it is the instinct is like, how do I fill it? Yeah, like, what yeah. do I fill that with? Yeah, and that gets so Ben's uh, partner Sophie, who's uh, like one of the only people who's smarter than Ben. She <laughs> so when she subtracts, <laughs> when she takes something away, she puts something on her calendar to like reminder that like of what used to be there. So that she like huh. remembers, because one of the problems with subtraction is yeah, it's invisible, it's, right? It's gone. We're, yeah. Su- yeah, we're surrounded mm-hmm. in life, whether it's the physical infrastructure or other things, with all these reminders of addition, and that's one reason why it could come to mind first too, right? Because we're surrounded by it. But um, she makes her subtractions visible, and and she puts on her calendar. It's like okay, this two hours of writing time brought to you by the meeting that you took off your calendar. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow, I sweet. love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, the reminder yeah. of. And even if even if you do end up replacing it with something else, at least it's hopefully now a thing that you want to be dedicating that yeah, time to. Yeah, because that, that is, in, like, I see what you're saying. That is interesting and confusing in a way, because it's like, okay, you're subtracting the meeting, but you're adding your ability to write. But it's like, this or is... Or to this, rest, or to, like, I don't yeah. know, like... No, but this, but this is a, like... It's about solving issues, right? So, or like, like the issue is that you're like, I can't find time to write, and a lot of people then go add writing at seven p.m. Add writing, but then it's like this. You know what I mean? It's like you also have to remember that it's not like subtracting to to, to death, to, to nothingness. <laughs> right. It's like figuring out what are you missing in your life, and then they're accomplishing it through. So trying to make something better. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to yeah. make yes, your life yeah. better um, here. Sorry, I was like forgetting the trying to make something better part first. Yeah, oh, no, it's no, not no, like it's, the goal isn't yeah. to just do nothing. It was like, yeah, it's not like end your life. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's like, I mean, it took the me ultimate subtraction. five years. Of, that's again, like back to Ezra's bridge. I mean, that was like one of the key conceptual distinctions that when I took the bridge to my other friend and co-author Gabe and I showed it to her and we'd been talking about these ideas for a long time and she had never like, she would just be she would be nice to me but it was like it was very obvious <laughs> that, this guy's really obsessed with this like lego yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> but when it's i like brought your... it through the lego she's like oh oh so you're interested in why we don't subtract to improve things and i was like oh yeah and then all of a sudden we could all of a sudden we could study it because so it is a hard conceptual distinction to make and it's it's absolutely essential um because yeah yeah it's too improved that's what yeah the yeah. other one of the other misunderstandings you know taking it from legos to like a nobel prize winner you know so people will be like oh 
oh, isn't this the same as loss aversion with with Kahneman? And hasn't he shown this stuff? And it's like, no, it's not. It's <laughs> because it's, you know, loss aversion is that we don't like losses. And this isn't a loss. This is a, mm-hmm. this is a improvement. Like a solution. You know? so like, yeah, loss okay. aversion is you like kind of weigh these losses twice as much as you uh, roughly twice as much as you kind of weigh gains and are which equal. is so sad yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're so hardwired like we're so wrong <laughs> i know it makes but me so wonder right. if that is sort of literally hardwired uh, or if it's culturally hardwired or you yeah know. what do you think do you think it's like a biological evolutionary history type thing or do you think it's more of a cultural like opinion you don't have to be like right yeah, but just yeah, like, yeah. What do you no think? i know um well and all of this is <laughs> you know even our you have to be right <laughs> even our paper that's on the cover of nature is still like it's our opinion informed by you know 21 experiments so this is an opinion informed by yeah yeah that, yeah, yeah for sure. you know, no, anyway. no, that's a good thing to remind us we always like to tell our audience we always try and explain the study because it's like you know at the end well, of the it's day. It's important, right? I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's sure. like this understanding. I think that's part of the reason with the backlash again, you know, against science is that people don't understand that when scientists put something out there, they're not saying this is like the definitive right. yeah, truth like, for all time. Yes. You're just saying, here's what we know at this slice of time. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and people are helpful. mad either way. Yeah. <laughs> they're mad. They're like, well, you don't know shit. What do you mean? Like, you don't yeah. know the answer? And then you're like, that can't be the right answer. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, you can't please the general public. Just tell me what to do. Um, so, uh, uh, so, no, I, I mean, the evidence we have is that it, there's, you, you know, back your your fun question at the beginning about, like, are there people who are better at this? Um, and uh, we don't have any evidence of any people being better than the, at this. We, you know, we tested a lot of different U.S. samples, like, of course, the university students, but also people on the Internet that varied quite a bit in who they were. Um, and, you know, we looked at the data across genders and um, other kind of demographic variables that we collected no no differences you know significant ones anyway and then hmm. we also collected a japanese and a german sample because that's what i was we, literally for some reason like japanese and german <laughs> i don't know why they just they got they're efficient vibe. maybe the they're dutch, more likely to the subtract dutch are like all over this and there's all these articles really? about it in holland and i'm like oh this is great and i'm like retweeting them and then i'm thinking if i read this it probably says like stupid americans like, like yeah. <laughs> wait but are they are they like in theories like based no, on no, studies there's more variation like within the u.s culture than between the the cultures that we found i mean i think this this is definitely an area for for more study because yeah um, yeah but uh you know so the the cultural argument i think one cultural argument could be that you know you know this rough continuum of people who are kind of more independent which is like western you know the stereotypical american you know everybody's like self-deterministic and then the the interdependent cultures which is you know the stereo you know the the reason why you were thinking japanese maybe are going to be better at this that everything's connected and there's more of a balance and that more of a balance might make you think that like okay if i added something then now it's time to subtract right it's like yeah yeah these are two complementary approaches to making change um i mean we didn't find any evidence of that but i think it you know we also didn't do 21 studies of that specific thing right um and i think if we did maybe we would find small differences or or maybe we wouldn't that's 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 what makes it a really interesting question because i don't i don't i could see a hypothesis that's like from the theory that that goes in both directions um i think one of the problems 
like I talk about this in the book, like the cultural literature does bring up something that I think is part of the problem here. And it's this kind of like either or mindset. Right. So like there's this long history of scientific reasoning where you kind of try to like position things as opposite. So you can say like, okay, if this is true, then this is not true. And that's helpful. Like it's led to a lot of scientific advances. It's Mm -hmm. just wrong when things aren't actually opposites. Right. And so like adding and subtracting as we're talking about them here are actually very similar in that they're like complementary approaches to making change. And so it's a problem Hmm. when we think like add or subtract, right? It's like, we got to pick one or the Hmm. other. And, um, if we could kind of shift more to this like add and subtract mindset, then when the first thing that comes to mind is this, hey, I need to add, then you might also be like, oh, well, I tried adding. Maybe I should think about subtracting too, instead of like, oh, adding is what I thought of. Therefore, I'm not going to think of subtracting. So anyway, that's, you know, that's that's so interesting too. It's like, it's not either or Mm -hmm. it's both. Yeah. Obviously, obviously adding in some situations may actually be the better solution. And then adding, 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 and then a little bit. Exactly. Like some combo. And maybe there's things outside of adding, like, can we divide? Can we multiply? (laughs) Like that's my next book. Divide. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's divide. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Controversial. The, uh, that's true. Yeah, maybe. Let's add division. <laughs> <laughs> I think America needs a bit more division. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, and I think that, but that mindset's really hard. I mean, it was one of the last things I had, like the last one of the last passes through my book was to make sure that I didn't do it, like position these things as either or, because that's right. Mm, wow. You know. Yeah. And then also, um, it's one of the first comments that comes up whenever I give a talk. Right? Somebody will be like, "Well." This freeway is good. We should keep it. Like, yeah, no, I get it. You know, we can't just subtract oh, all our infrastructure. That. Yeah, um, this freeway is good. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, but wait. Okay, this again. It's like I'm. I'm more trying to think of like the classic science communication hunter gatherer energy. Like, obviously, you want to like get like it's like is it ingrained from that or is it more of like a capitalism? Like we've built right. our whole entire world. Like, what do you think? Is it like I think they're all constantly. Con- I think it's a series of forces, you know, and so like, Mm -hmm. you know, chapter two in the book is the these biological forces. And I think, you know, we're wired to eat right and acquire things. And like you can see, um, uh, you know, pack rats will hoard nuts when their stash goes away. Right. I mean, that's like, you know, an unthinking example of our the reason we need Marie Kondo. Um, and then even yeah. like this competence one, that's interesting on the biology side. So like bowerbirds building nests, um, you know, they're, they're building these nests that they're ceremonial, right? They're, they're showing the, the mates that they're good candidates right. for passing down their genes because yeah. they can interact with the world. And we all like, that's why Ezra's playing with Legos is to show hmm. competence. Um, and that's yeah. why it's, you know, that's kind of biased towards adding too, as we talked about earlier, right? It's easier to show huh. your competence with this, you know, with 40 minutes of more, yeah. yeah, there's 40 minutes of content that you created then, you know, but, but I also think that the competence huh. brings up a, a, a tip for subtracting in that, like, you notice when something's really well edited, but it's not just yeah. like incremental subtracting. It has to be like enough that you actually notice. So you can display yeah. competence through subtracting. Anyway, I think, so there's, there's biological forces pulling us. There's the cultural ones that we talked about. One of the things that's interesting in culture, I, didn't know this until I did research for the book. Um, and it was, uh, like the people who talk about the hist, like the dawn of civilization, there's like, you know, they talk about writing being a key thing that had to be there. Mm-hmm. They talk about like, um, 
organized religion as a key thing that had to be there. And then the other thing they talk about, one of the other, there's like five, is is monumental architecture. It's basically like stuff Just building giant things. Yeah, building, <laughs> it's defined as like stuff that is useless and big, basically. Um, oh my God. So if you think about like the pyramids or like temples yeah. or, you know, even yeah. the Washington Monument in the United States, I mean, like the U.S. started building that when we were like a tiny country and it was the... Ended huh. up being the biggest. So, the and the theory with the monumental architecture, it's not that you know. I always thought of it as like, okay, like Rome thrives and then builds the Colosseum, and it does happen like that sometimes. But at the dawn of all these civilizations, one of the first things they thought to do when they got together was build these big things. And in fact, there's a you know kind of a flip of that theory where it's like building these big things brought the civilization together in the first place. So like mm. hunter gatherers could do all this stuff, but then when you wanted to build this temple, you actually had to learn how to work with the other hunter gatherers to build the temple. Then you had to stay in one spot to like keep building the temple and right. all of yep, a sudden, yeah. <laughs> so, so it was like a bit of a chicken or the egg kind of thing where you're yeah. like, it's well, actually... there's a chicken in the egg of like why that happened, but there's absolutely no debate about monumental architecture being there at the dawn of all these civilizations. Yeah. And of wow, course, all of so us cool. have, uh, have come from these civilizations. Uh, so there's that cultural part of it that whether you're independent or interdependent, it's like, there's this huge, you know, history of building large things. And then of course, economics, you know, as you mentioned, um, I think all like these blunt measures of, you know, just pure growth, basically everything down from like GDP as this measure of like how successful yeah. your country is to, um, you know, real estate being sold on a square footage basis. Right. And so like right. when I go to renovate my house, there's basically no way to make it more valuable unless I add space. So anyway, um, there's a lot of, I That's think so fascinating. And there's of course forces going in the other direction, but I think it's like a lot of these forces combining together. Plus this like fundamental insight that we found in our paper where like people aren't even thinking of it, which in all of it, all of them interact as you know, my, behavioral science colleagues would articulate better, but I'll, I'll do my best here. It's like, <laughs> may, you know, when we overlook it, we're more likely to create a world that has less examples of it. And then we're walking around in this world that has yeah. less examples of it. And so we're more likely to overlook it. So huh. it kind of reinforces. Oh, itself. that's yeah. That's like, it's just like a self-perpetuating yeah. loop. Yeah. Well, was it even, I, I know we've kind of mentioned this, but in the study as well, you had redone versions of the same experiments where you would also say you can add or subtract and that would improve people's. So when they saw that uh. more explicitly, it would improve the number of people, not everyone, but now suddenly, someone or, or i think also if you gave them more time to play with a thing before you tested them yeah it wasn't it just maybe... um we tried more time and that didn't work although i mean it might have been the experiment but like making them do it multiple times right so they actually had to repetition like learn yeah um i think it was just kind of like why ezra you know the reason he subtracted is not because he's a subtractor i mean he's like worse <laughs> than any of us at adding stuff um but um drag ezra just, drag your kid ezra. He just, well he's getting a big head he's getting a lot of publicity because of yeah, the, yeah, seriously. the tiktok video uh, gotta knock him down a little bit no, i'm not even joking he's six now and like i'll he'll tell it like his friends like i've taught the world about subtracting <laughs> so good so um so no um but anyway he had just like stumbled upon it in that moment so like the repetition i think they're just more likely to stumble upon it and then when they think of it you, they recognize that it's it's yeah. better mm -hmm. in some cases so they they're less likely to overlook it so yeah i'm glad you brought i'm just that up. thinking like 
yeah. like about like because i love to paint and it's like i'm just reflecting now and i'm like some of the moments where i like i'm like look back i'm like holy shit i just made like a really amazing brush stroke is actually when i take my palette knife sometimes and like scrape a bunch of shit off uh-huh like it's like it's so weird because it's like when you're painting it's like you're always thinking about adding and then you get to this point where it gets muddy and i'm just like i just i'm like i've never i always am thinking about adding paint and i just only in this conversation i'm like having these flashbacks where i'm like these amazing moments where i've like scraped stuff off and then everything kind of like it's like it's like a form of editing like but it's like yeah. so weird because i never no one ever teaches you that when you're learning to paint like they oh, teach really? you like yeah, like like they they don't not in the same way like i just remember having like these really visceral moments where like it works i'm sure some like teachers have mentioned it but it's really always about like mixing a new color and adding and it's like like i don't know i'm just like holy shit now i want to go like <laughs> subtract well, like it's like it just it's cool like it, i think it relates to art a lot it must yeah, like it, it certainly it feels does. like it does that's yeah. interesting with painting because people have asked us you know like you you mentioned like are people who are there people who have like learned to subtract so it's like a question would be like do sculptors then have like right. well a higher bias to literally always be yeah yeah huh, that is interesting yeah i feel the same way about like working on music and stuff and I'm, I'm reading or listening to this book right now about pop music and how like it like often the best people are the ones who have the ear for like what is the least amount we actually need in this song so that it doesn't sound overly simplistic and stupid or like childish or something right but, is like not over complicated not over muddy and just like really hooks into your ear mm-hmm. um i think yeah it probably applies everywhere i know one of the examples you guys and i felt that in our house is like organizing the house you buy more stuff to organize your house you know oh, what i mean so instead of just getting yeah. rid of stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah so the minimalism trend is really like in line like it's probably why this is also like your paper and all the studies you did are probably like landing like at the right time almost yeah although the minimal or is it or is it just always that my, get papers, that my no, sorry, is, like, no, my like papers our, our, never our, land. This is the only <laughs> one that's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, our, like, I didn't know. Sorry, I think I was putting words in my Like, is this minimalism trend always, is there always a minimalism trend? Oh. Or is it actually more now? But you yeah, were no, about to say I, it's like I, a I notice it more now. Um, you need to, minim- I think. The minimalists, the minimalists get mad at this. Um, be, and I'm, like, I'm agnostic on minimalism and adding and subtracting, right? It's like, mm-hmm. but the minimalists don't like the notion that's like, oh, well, subtracting is not about, you can't subtract by doing nothing. And it's just pointing out, like, a mm. fact here that, like, what I'm talking about in the research and in the book is this, like, act of taking stuff away. And, of course, that's one way to get to minimalism. But I also point out in the book that it was like, hey, well, like, you can be a minimalist without subtracting, right? You can just not add right. stuff. Um, and yeah. so, so oh, anyway, I, that's, see, I, see. I do, but I do think that's, you know, it's certainly aligned with that movement, right? And it's like the similar, I think both are a response to the same problem, right? It's like we're, yeah. we're crowded in our minds. In yeah. Our, yeah. Um, yes. You brought up um, yes. like publishing and stuff. What was it like having your research paper like on the cover? Yeah, the front page of Nature. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, being on the front of Nature was like that. I'm not gonna lie, was really cool. I mean, we, we yeah, knew, it's because, also a beautiful cover. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, they nailed it. I, I find the design very like great. Yeah, they they absolutely nailed it. Um, and yeah, so that was because like it's kind of usually research is anticlimactic, right? It's like you do it and like, I I remember it's like in January, we got the call that's like, 
okay, it's revise and resubmit. And then all of a sudden your chances are from like 10% up to like 70%. And you're like, holy shit, that's amazing. And then you're just like <laughs> in this new reality, like the next day of like, oh, now what if we screw this up? And then, um, <laughs> and then like, and then you get the that's letter. Life. It's like from the editor, it's like, you know, we really like it. It's it's pr proceeding forward with acceptance. And you're like, okay, well, is that official? And it's like, <laughs> has anybody ever like been proceeding forward and not been accepted? So it's like all this like drawn out <laughs> process usually, but by the time the paper gets published, you're just like onto the next thing. Um, mm -hmm. But the way the cover works is like, they don't know. Like if somebody had solved COVID the week that we did our paper, right. like oh, I would have wow. been yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, thank God, thank God I didn't solve it that week. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, you're like, thank God oh, we, we didn't like... make very good strides with COVID that week. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you like, you find out on like Monday, it's like, hey, it's oh happening. And then, and then, wow. so that was really cool. And then to, I mean, the reaction was really nice too because, yeah, I don't, I mean, just like, of course, there's a range of like quality in the reaction to it, but by and large, it was like you know, like your video. It's like holy shit! Like people like, like get such this, a cool, yeah, and they're, they're translating with it like the, a real experience, and they're translating it the right way, and it's like getting yeah. out there to people, and it's like wow, this is what it feels like to like make a contribution to knowledge. And like, not, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's really so that part of it's just been absolutely amazing. I mean, it's really fun to fun to see. Yeah, well, funny. we have to admit that it's Ezra that actually. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it should have been his picture on nature. Yeah, he's got to be on the uh, on the yeah on his college application. That could help, right? Don't yes, you think yeah, yeah I'm sure. Like, it could. His work has been cited in like yeah, in the cover of Nature magazine. <laughs> um, so, well, uh, before we wrap up, like, what's next? Like, are you looking, or, or is there anything else from your book that you think like you really want to highlight? Well, one of the things I wanted to uh, I, when we when we were talking about the um, the Lao Tzu quote, I mean, that's kind of like an individual level, but I think also for you, your interest in like science, right? I mean, science moves forward through editing, right? And if you look at like mm -hmm. Thomas Kuhn's like the structure of scientific revolutions, I mean, it's like the oftentimes the most revolutionary periods are when people like, you have to forget the old thing or you have to like, yeah. not forget, but just like, oh, that's like not actually right anymore. So I think it's um, yeah. this wow. act of subtracting is hard on the intellectual level and it matters for us as individuals and like improving our own lives, but it also just ma matters for our collective the science. Collective. So that's, yeah, you know, that's so interesting to think about it from a scientific perspective. It really is about that. Yeah. Um, wow. And it's, and it's hard like it is in all the other places. Yes, and, uh, it is always hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Um, I like. I am curious. What? What do you? Are you researching? Yeah, like, now? What do you after do? You, just go back after you have a blockbuster research hit, like what do you do? It is hard because, um, yeah, I mean, so the the direct answer is working on like the next lines of the subtraction stuff. The cultural stuff is really interesting to us, and we're gonna do hmm. that. I mean, we're kind of hoping that like somebody else would do it, and we could just like review the article. <laughs> right, you can review it. I think we need to do it. Um, <laughs> and uh, so that's really interesting. Also figuring out, I mean, because what our article showed is that people don't think of it. And of course, as we've talked about, a lot of these things are people thinking of something and then choosing against it. And I think there's more to understand in that in that relationship there between thinking and, and choosing against it. So that's that's the stuff on the subtraction side. I mean, personally, I came to this because I'm interested in the science of how we try to make things better, right? How do we think about making yeah. things better? So I'm also interested in like, you. I mean, you jokingly mentioned multiplying and dividing, which is like, I don't think that'll be the thing to study, but I'm <laughs> like, uh, 
like objects and relationships, like it seems to me that oftentimes when we try to make things better, we focus on objects um, and you know overlook hmm. relationships. But that's really cool. That's a front page nature right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. You're onto something. All right. That's what. <laughs> but that's that's the hard part now. Is like, and they're not direct opposites. I don't think. No, right? exactly. That's the problem. So it's like, it's, and adding and subtracting oh, aren't either, yeah. but um, they're not. Yeah, it's they but it was so they see it has yeah. this sexy like yeah. plus yeah. and minus and yeah. Objects. yeah, being like objects and relationships. People go, oh, those aren't related, but they yeah. are. But they're not. Yeah, yeah. We need like uh, in objects and relationships. There's no like. Um, relationships movement. I need to tie it into something like minimalism <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hitchhiker or hitch on, on top of some other there is that thing. There is sort of this movement, like that friendship book that you read now. There's a lot of people talking about how friendships oh, are yeah, like... Yeah, the importance you know, of... Like it's like especially way more in the pandemic, we're realizing like the level yeah. of relationship. Like keeps dude. you alive longer than like a yeah. run a day or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe there's something there. Um, um, where can people find you and your book? Yeah, um, the book is Subtract, The Untapped Science of Less. You can find it anywhere that books are sold. Um, and it's on audio, too. So if you like listening to podcasts. I thought that the guy, yes. I listened to it recently, and I was like, man, that the guy who read it did an awesome job. I read the intro. Oh, good, because sometimes but, it's like, it can be hit or yeah, miss. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. you have a very, like, soothing, like, low, like, kind of, like, sexy yeah, you radio it. voice. I'm like, you should have read it. Well, I, yeah, but I also, like, this is, like, about my limit of, like, being animated for a conversation. So I think if I okay. read it, oh, okay. it would eventually, hours, like, just hours, be, like, <laughs> soothing, low, fall asleep. Yeah, I see, like, the Calm app. Yeah, yeah you don't yeah. want that. Uh, so... So yeah, um, and then I'm I'm on Twitter. Uh, I try to tweet stuff out that I think is interesting. <laughs> but um, yeah. like earlier when we were like, do you know what Twitter and Instagram? Yeah. Are? You were like, yes. yeah, yeah. Earlier like, oh, this is app, not TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, thank you so much yeah. for coming on the pod and for inspiring a video that will be coming out probably around the same time as this pod. Um, it was it's so fun to come across like not only cool research but then get a chance to and research that can change to, your life. Yeah, literally. like has that applicable angle and it's just been really really fun to be able to like chat and get to know you and read your book and i recommend everyone check it out um but yeah thank you so much for coming on yeah well i i so appreciate it i mean this is my favorite part of like having this stuff out there is talking to people who are you know smart and thinking about it from different angles and i i so appreciate the the work that you guys do communicating science it's just uh not easy and it's uh it's essential for society, so keep it up. Keep Aww. up the good work. Thank you. Yeah, we rely. We're like, yeah. okay, well, we need more people to keep publishing cool stuff. Otherwise, yeah. we haven't got a job. So yes, we certainly didn't put in the time or the work to do the research. Yeah. We were subtracting. <laughs> <laughs> um, for everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. You can use hashtag Side Note Podcast to let us know what you think. Otherwise, we'll see you next week for another podcast. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.